Welcome to Game Pinions episode 59. I'm your host, Kalman, and today I am joined by Dakota. Hello. What's going on, Dakota? Not much. Not much. Another uh, another week in here. Excited to get back and discuss some interesting topics today. <laughs> yeah, I have a, uh, a brand new desk. I remember last week we were talking about how uh, Office Depot was uh, banned from the podcast. Uh, the ban is not going to be lifted, but uh, I did spend the weekend uh, crafting my new glass desk. Um, so, yay. Yeah, it made it right, at least. All, all is well in the end. Yeah, yeah. The only thing that I didn't think through um, was that I have the boom arm that needs to like latch on to a desk. I kind of just have like two pieces of cardboard like separating like the uh, two sides to like pancake it between the desk because like I don't want to break the desk. But hey, it is what it is. Right, right. Yeah, you know, I I got a new desk recently too, um, probably about two weeks ago, and it's it's funny. It's much bigger uh, than my previous desk, and I was super excited about it. And now I I already feel like I'm outgrowing it. And I'm limited yeah. on space. <laughs> so now I don't know what I'm going to do. I was so excited for this desk because it was super cheap at Staples. Yeah. It was only like a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah. And now, steel. I, I, you know, so now I'm like, how did I even survive with my old desk? Because that was even smaller than this one. So, yeah, I've had like a few desks over the years, but just because I moved around quite a bit, it's like, you know, I've had to kind of almost downscale each time. And the most recent one I had was just like a little like hand-me-down. And it was tiny, especially with all the crap that I have and dual monitors and all that stuff. So now I have this huge L desk that has like more than enough space. I don't even know what to put on the desk. So it's great. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my ultimate goal. I would like to get a, an L desk at some point when I have space that permits. But uh, yeah, now you can fill it with all all kinds of stuff. But I guess now you have less room for activities. I know. Well, I have more room for desk activities, less room for ground activities. Oh, that's unfortunate. There's so but much room for activities. I know. I know. So, yeah, we're going to have to build a, a bunk bed in order to uh, <laughs> to see if we're going to start building upward. So how do you have to use that headroom? But yeah, so Dakota, we have a pretty, I think, interesting uh, topic today. And we're going to be talking about, I guess, bad launches um, because, you know, there's a lot of things going on with like CD Projekt Red. I don't know if you saw they got like cyber hacked today. Um, that was kind of like trending. Yeah. I was yeah, I, about that this morning. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if you read into it a lot. I honestly didn't. I just kind of saw it in passing. I'm just like, oh, there goes CD Projekt Red. They're in the, the news again for something not great happening to them. Yeah. It, it seemed like it was targeted. Well, obviously it's targeted, I guess. I, I don't know what information they're getting. I would imagine... Uh, as with most most things now, most companies collect so much information that um, you know. I'm sure a lot of the personal stuff is out. Um, yeah, I didn't read too much in it either. Like you said, I kind of caught it in passing. It was on the front page of Reddit, so you know, I was just reading some of the comments. But uh, yeah, that was uh, again. They're having a rough a rough uh, few months here. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially you know with the whole Cyberpunk 2077 game, and and it's something that I've been thinking about a lot and. It's interesting because I have no interest in that game whatsoever, but I'm really fascinated just by what has been going on with that game. And, you know, I, I look at that launch and I look at other launches that we've had, you know, just in this this past generation. And, you know, you see some, you see like, you know, some, uh, you know, parallels almost with the different launches. But um, nevertheless, it's, it's very interesting just because of the set of circumstances that this game kind of released in. Um, you know, especially with it being like a generation transitional period almost. So I kind of wanted to, before we, I guess, get into Cyberpunk 2077, 
I kind of wanted to talk about um, some other launches that happened that were kind of ridiculous. So I don't know if you wanted to start off with one, but I, I, I have one in mind that, you know, I could definitely start off with. Yeah, I you know I have a few that um come right to my mind, and I guess before I get into that, so I just I want to do a quick Google search because I was like, uh, yeah, that CG CD Project Red. I was like, wait a minute, what what did they get hacked for? And um, so I'm reading now, and um, the hackers they shared a ransom note on Twitter. The attackers claimed to have gotten a hold of source code for Cyberpunk, The Witcher Three, and an unreleased version of Witcher Three, and a spinoff game, uh, card game, Gwent. They're threatening to release the game source code along with documents from the Polish game studios accounting. I'm just reading this verbatim legal and other departments if they don't come to an agreement. So <laughs> nice. I guess they're looking for money. Uh, it's, I, I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> the, the, the thing that I'm reading here, it looks like they were just trolling on Twitter. You have been epically pwned. We will dump full <laughs> copies of the source code. You have 48 hours to contact us. So, uh, <laughs> That is hilarious. Yeah, now I feel bad for the developers. Jeez. Oh, I know. Yeah, I've, I actually I saw on Twitter um, people were making like a joke. They were saying that CD Projekt Red was just going into like a Google text document or whatever and was putting that up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, see what the they kind had, of crap we have to deal with. Wouldn't that be genius? That would uh, you know get people to feel bad for them. I'm already guilty. I'm saying here like, oh, now I feel bad yeah. for them. That's maybe what they want. They're trying to turn suckered. the story around. I, maybe. <laughs> Time will tell. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. um. Yeah, I got a few. I mean, start with the one that that you have. What, what uh, you know, what jumps to mind for you? So, I guess the first one is Fallout seventy six, and and what makes Fallout seventy six so interesting is, um, I I actually really like Fallout seventy six. Like, I I really really enjoyed that game. I know that it was bare, and I know the story was kind of like, I don't know, it was kind of lame. Like going through and finding like all the different audio clips and stuff before they started adding in other stuff. Um, and I know that they kind of made it conveniently based around just like the story of the game. Like, hey, you're the first ones out. Like, it's it's kind of it's kind of bullshit. Like, I mean, y- you kind of know that they weren't really, I guess, planning that from the beginning. But anyway, there was just there was so much that happened when that game launched. And the first part of it that I find really interesting is that people were mainly upset with Fallout 76 when it came out. Because it was exactly what they thought it was going to be. Yeah, the, the, and you know what? The backlash on that game started even before the game came out. If you remember when the beta released, there was a ton of issues with the beta because apparently it was only playable certain time, you know, for for certain periods um, of the day. So yeah, you could only play yeah. between certain times. I think that there was an issue where the beta would not let you uninstall it when you were done with it. <laughs> and I, I think if I'm remembering correctly too, I think uh, didn't something crash where you had to re-download it again? Like so, people downloaded oh, the shoot, beta. I remember that? And then it, you know, whatever it was, they had to re-release the download because um, something was corrupted. I don't know if that's exactly what it was, but something caused you to have to re-download the beta again. And it's not a small game. No, um, it's a pretty big game. Yeah, I mean, internet these days, you know, most people have pretty high speeds. But this was, I mean, this game came out three years ago. I want to say. Um, at that point, but yeah. yeah. So it's kind of funny that leading up, you knew that game was just going to be a giant mess, and um, we bought it because we like Fallout, and it was okay. It, it, I don't know that it was as bad as everybody made it out to be, but it definitely wasn't good. 
Um, I didn't buy into that story at all about no NPCs. Uh, it's just, just ridiculous. <laughs> so and I know they tried dumb. to sell that so hard. They were like, yeah, but in this world, you know, there are no NPCs. It's like, okay, oh, I don't want, this isn't a story I want to, I want to follow. Like, it's just uninteresting, you know, the robots, because like the, the best thing with fallout is like the different factions and the people you meet. Um, yeah. you need that. It just got boring. And that's why we stopped playing is because we were doing these quests, but Every quest was like, you know, go here, scan a few things, download things, and, you know, read. Yeah, That was the other thing, is is because there was no NPCs, the story was told via, like, notes and things you would discover. And, yeah. like, I don't want to do that. It wasn't fun. <laughs> so, yeah. I think we it's, just stopped because it just got really boring. Well, it's funny that you mentioned that because I was, I was talking to, uh, to Kim earlier, and... You know, I was like, why did we stop playing Fallout 76? And she's like, there was a main story mission where we had to kill somebody, but they're already dead. <laughs> so we couldn't kill them. We couldn't advance. So, I mean, we, yeah, we just kind of shrugged our shoulders and that was that. We stopped. I, I had seen enough. I was like, this is not doing it for me. This is not Fallout. It's not. It was literally, it felt like a game, a totally different game with like a Fallout skin. And, um, if you remember, uh, you remember the other thing too. So, do you remember the collector's edition for that game? I do. <laughs> I have this written down too. <laughs> I think they got sued instantly because one of the things they had was they advertised this like um, this bag. It was supposed to be it was like, like a messenger a, a bag. bag, yeah. And the images that they would show, it looked like it would be a high quality bag if you got the limited edition, which I think was like three hundred dollars. Yeah, the and armored edition, got, I think. Yeah, they got this tiny, like, little plastic. I, you can't even call it a bag. You couldn't use it at all. And people were like, what the fuck? What is this? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even, like, funny. People were, like, angry. Like, oh, what, my God. what is this? Give me my money back. And, yeah, uh, yeah they, got, they got sued. And then they had to actually recall it. And they had to... Um, so I actually I had that edition pre-ordered. I wound up canceling it. But what they I remember getting these emails is they uh, you had to submit a form and they had to produce the actual bag uh, that they were going to make. And they told you, hey, we'll probably have this in like six months or so. And I think that's when it was. I got one shipped to me in like yeah. six months, and uh, it was still a piece of crap bag. It was awful. It was slightly better than I guess the one that people had gotten. I never yeah. got the original bag because I canceled the pre-order, but I did get the replacement bag, I guess, because they had a pre-order on file. But yeah, just total mess from uh, yeah. start to finish. And what makes it even funnier is that when they were trying to like correct that wrong, they ended up doxing like everyone that put in a support ticket on their website. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did. So it's like, what the hell's happening? How like, far how Bethesda has fallen? <laughs> it's just sad. Todd Howard, That's we deserve better. Like that's the thing though. It's like okay, so the game has bugs, but it's really redundant because it's a Bethesda game. So it's like, you know, that's just what you expect when when you get it. But it's just hilarious that all this other crap happened after the fact. Like it's just it blows my mind looking back at that. It, it's just insane. And what's what's odd about Fallout seventy six is that it actually got like a redemption story arc. They added more content, and people said the game's actually pretty good now. So it's it's just it's hilarious. It's so hilarious. We've been talking about going back and playing it because we never played it after um, the updates, the major updates. So, yeah, I mean, maybe we can have like a redemption uh, arc here. You know, maybe we can follow up and and uh, confirm or deny if it actually is a good game now. But, yeah, I've heard the same thing that with the updates. It's actually pretty playable and pretty enjoyable. 
Yeah, have like a battle royale mode in there too, I think. Which is kind of I do neat. remember that I did want to play that. I remember when they showed the trailer for that and that did I was like, okay, this could be cool. Yeah, it's neat because you have to deal with like, I guess, you know, the in-game enemies, but you also have to deal with the player enemies too. So it's it's pretty cool. Like it sounds pretty cool. I'd like to try that out at some point. It's just, you know, trying to download the launcher again, trying to download the game again and, and oh, having space it's, on the hard drive. And it, it's a pain because we downloaded process. that game like 20 times. It would yeah. re-download every update. It was awful. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that. That was another downside is putting time aside like, oh, hey, we're going to play this on Tuesday night. And then you jump on Tuesday and realize you're not going to be playing Tuesday night because you have to re-download the whole game again. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. But I mean, it. There was things I did like about that game, though. I think that the way that they accommodated like the VAT system, because I mean, if you made the the game slow down while you're online, you know, it would have been kind of ridiculous. But the fact that they incorporated like a more streamlined VAT system that you can still use and it's still helpful, I thought that was really cool. And I, I thought that thing with Fallout is that the world is pretty interesting, and you, you know the the. I guess atmosphere of the Fallout universe is interesting. It's just when we were playing it, it was kind of getting ruined by the fact there was no life. <laughs> it was just us. So that's it. It's just empty building after empty building, and the locations were cool, but there's really no reason to go back and visit them after you've been there because there's nothing to interact with. Yeah, it yeah. was just very, very empty. And I, I think that their biggest mistake was releasing that game at full price, and I think not calling it like a early access game. If they did that, it probably wouldn't have gotten as much backlash. Just say, hey, this is an early access game. You know, we're working to add NPCs. We're just trying to work the bugs out. You know, yeah, anything like that. Anything, because that launch, they couldn't... I, I, re I remember some stores, I think in Europe, literally couldn't give the game away. Like, they were trying to give it away for free. And I remember at that time, I worked at Best Buy, and that came out around Black Friday. Yeah. And I stocked the gaming area, like, with a shelf of them. Not one got touched by the end of that crazy. weekend. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the entire shelf was still full of that game. So that's wild. And apparently, eleven days after launch, Amazon was selling that game at a forty-two percent discount at thirty-four ninety-nine. <laughs> it was bad. I mean, it was really, really bad. Yeah. People were asking for refunds, and yeah, it was bad. I, you know, we have some other ones we'll talk about, but that might be the worst. Just right off the bat, I'm like trying to think of these other ones that I'm going to bring up, and I, I'm not sure what you have, but. I'm like, is was is this worse than Fallout? And it's like, well, maybe it's close, but I don't know. That may be the worst of them all, at least that I yeah. can remember. But the only thing I can say is the like the bones and foundation of '76. I thought were pretty decent, but it just the way they released it, it's it's kind of inexcusable. Like I said, I still enjoyed it, but I know that it was not a good. Like it was not a good game to release at that point in time, but I mean, I don't, yeah, it, it, it's it's definitely up there with one of the worst, especially with all the extra stuff that happened. Yeah, it's it's not good. <laughs> so the game that I was going to bring up first is actually, you know, the fate of this game is uh, at EA's hands this week is Anthem. Yeah. So uh, EA is meeting this week to decide the fate of that game. Uh, they've gone through basically. I, they've tried to revamp the game. Um. But now at this point, they're meeting to look at, I guess, you know, the updates they've done or they have planned. And if they're not pleased, they're going to just kill the project. Um, I don't know what day they meet, but I know it is this week. But that was supposed to be like EA's answer to Destiny, which yeah. just 
was not even <laughs> close to that. <laughs> no. Um, I downloaded this game because I had uh, EA Origin, so I had the Origin access, um, and this game just sucked. Like, it was so generic. And if you remember the trailer, like, the trailer at E3 looked Oh, it looked phenomenal. amazing. It, it looked, looked great. Ridiculous. Like, it's all fake. It was all fake. It it didn't look anything like that. It didn't play anything like that. You know, you're you're like this pilot that, you know, you control these robot suits that they call like javelins and you have different weapons and different classes, very similar to Destiny, but it was so generic and it just had no soul at all. Like the game was super buggy from launch. Um, of course, EA, uh, you know, is very, very microtransaction-y right off the bat. And um, I- I'm surprised it's even still possible that they're going to save this game because it just it had it had no redeeming qualities like it didn't do anything well yeah i heard that it was a game that had way too much freedom in terms of i mean you can just like i'm pretty sure this is the game that you can just pretty basically fly wherever you want and it's just like super lame and i i honestly don't know much about this game other than the fact that apparently it was really freaking awful when it came out and it hasn't it hasn't changed and judging by, you know, the fact that they're deciding what to do with it this week, which I mean, at this point, you're probably best just to cut bait and just, you know, move on because this was a failed project from the start. It never lived up to any sort of hype that had an E3. And it's just like a, a typical, you know, EA microtransaction nightmare that, you know, they're just trying to get cash for. It can't compete with with other games. It, it, it never will be able to now. So yeah, I, I think they they probably just have to cut bait. And this is this is one of those games that it's not going to get like a redemption arc storyline. Like it's just it's not. It's too late. And I don't think so. I I think it's I think it's gone. And you know it, it's it's like why do we have to keep going through this? Like obviously, if EA is having a meeting and they know it needs to get revamped, they know that the game sucks because and i mean this game got killed on reviews like when it came out but it's unfortunate like okay what did you think was going to (laughs) happen like we've been through this so often and ea you know with battlefront same thing like why (laughs) this keeps happening they don't learn their lesson at all and i I guess it's just because you know people buy it but i don't think many people bought anthem i you know like i said i only got it because i have ea origin and I, i uninstalled it after like two hours i was like all right i've seen enough but the yeah. other unfortunate thing is I think they took developers off of Battlefield for this game. So I think they really wanted this to be their, you know, their destiny and eh, kill two games in the process. But now we're getting another <laughs> Battlefield, so that'll be cool. Yeah. But um, Yeah. Man, what it's it's a mess. And you know, they it, it's kind of the same thing with Battlefront, right? You release that game with a ton of microtransactions and pay to win, and it, you just you kill it. You, you you kill it right out of the gate. So, and I'm not really, honestly, I can't even tell you what uh, Anthem is even about. Like, is that even like a story game or is it like a, like, I, I honestly don't even know. Well, you, you play point. Destiny, right? So. Yeah, it's kind of like a looter shooter. It's like that. Yeah. So there's loot you can get, although uh, Anthem was much more pay to win um, in, you know, much more uh, purchasing aesthetics and things like that. And uh, yeah, you have different missions and you go through, you're basically shooting enemies, then you fight a boss at the end of the mission. Um, and that was it. The only thing I will say, like graphically, it, it looked pretty cool, but that was really it. There was there was nothing to it other than, you know, the graphics looked pretty. But yeah, it, yeah. it's very similar to Destiny. It's um, I didn't make it much into the story, so I, I don't know what happens 
Um, I just, you're fighting aliens and I don't know. I'm sure something generic is, is the end story. <laughs> I don't think it's yeah. any groundbreaking. Yeah. It doesn't sound like it would. It's just, it's, it's funny because, you know, prior to hearing about, I guess the fate of Anthem this week, you know, how they're planning it out. I haven't heard about Anthem in like a really long time. It's like, it just disappeared. Like no one cares about this game anymore. Like at this point, like I said, it's better off to just, you know, just cut bait, just leave it behind. Because no one gives a crap about Anthem because it sucks. Yeah, I was kind of curious because I, you know, when I knew we were doing this, I just wanted to uh, kind of see if anybody is still playing it. And I was on the subreddit for Anthem, and that kind of seems to be—it's not a very active subreddit. Um, and it's unfortunate because it seems like there are maybe like a very minority of players that are not enjoying the game, but they recognize that it could have been cool. As with most games that fail, I mean, any game can be cool. Um, yeah, if it gets made, I mean, it's usually not totally lame at least the idea um Mm -hmm. and that's kind of what this was like the idea was cool but the execution just failed and that kind of seems to be their their feeling is uh nobody thinks it's gonna it's gonna um continue i guess everybody seems to think that it's it's gonna be done they're gonna cut it um but yeah Yeah. it's again you know another miss from ea yeah, it's just it's disappointing and I I can't help but feel somewhat responsible because like I'll be honest, there's been some times where, you know, we'll be playing like Madden or something and I'll buy like a card pack with my money and it's like I'm thinking <laughs> how many people have been doing this reinforcing that these microtransactions are okay. Like it oh, just totally. it, <laughs> I'm guilty. Well, like you know, it's fine. I just said I didn't buy it, but I kind of did. I paid for Origin Access. Um Yeah. Which is a good deal. You get a lot of games through it, which is why I do it. But yeah, I, uh, I guess <laughs> I technically did buy it because I had that. And yeah, same thing. We played Mutt for a few years, Ultimate Team on on Madden, and you know it's a it is a fun game. But um, you keep th- that's where they keep getting it. Yeah, we're we are totally to blame. Yeah, I mean that's like with every DLC. Like every DLC, you know we we you know are okay with with purchasing like new map packs and stuff, and then they just started nickel and, and diming. You know, let's let's make them buy a, a hat or, you know, an outfit or whatever. Like it's make him buy a player that he's going to use this year. And then if he wants them again next year, he's going to have to pay for it again. Yeah, like, it's no progress continues. <laughs> Your dollars literally just get burned the minute you open those packs. Dude, the amount of money I spent on uh, Diamond Dynasty a couple of years ago was just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. And do you know how many times I play that now? None. Zero. Servers are going to get shut down soon because the game's two years old. That's the thing that's like lost forever. (laughs) Yeah. And you like, you try to like, you know, you try to justify it. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to have a really cool team and, you know, I'll be able to play with them for a long time. And it's, it just is, it's not worth it. And I've been bad with, with Star Wars a little bit, you know, in that way because we're playing Star Wars online. And, you know, I've, I've bought some aesthetic things. But I mean, I'm going to I feel like I'm going to use them for a long time. So I feel like, you know, it was kind of worth it. But, you know, they they just they just nickel and dime you, though. It's, it's so bad for things that you don't even need, you know, and it goes all the way back to like Oblivion when they had like that horse armor DLC. It's like, thanks, guys, for buying that, because it, it just set it set the standard for years to come. And we did this to ourselves. Yeah, that's what they should post as soon as you click buy. Should you say thanks, you effing idiot, just big on the screen, or maybe not even thanks, you know? Oh like, God, I'm I'm almost like games like you know the Old Republic and uh, you know games that you play continuously DLC. I'm I'm almost cool with. Um, yeah, games that don't have uh, 
like a lifespan that's shorter than a year. Like, you know, with sports games, that's going to happen like Warzone. Uh, that game's yeah. a year old now, but it doesn't seem to be going anywhere, at least for another year. So yeah. buying the DLC and, you know, the battle passes and things like that, games that we play, we'll be playing that a lot and we'll get our, our money's worth out of it. Yeah, Nothing definitely. lasts forever. So, you know, you have to know whatever you may be buying in the game, you're not going to have forever um, or even go back and play. But yeah, sports games like uh, it's just brutal. Like you get no return at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not good. It's not good. And it's so it's so addicting because it's like I said, it's just, you know, you, you spend five bucks here. You get a card pack and, you know, most of the time you don't get anybody good and you're like, well, I can buy another one. And it's just, it's a, it's a never ending loop of yeah, just dangling that carrot. Like, oh, you didn't get him now, but, uh, well, come on, try one more. Open one more. He could be in the next one. Come on. You know, you want to. You it's really so wanna, bad. You want to grind for an hour? No, nah, just get five bucks. We'll give it to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> and- it's bad, but they do that purposely though. I feel. You know, and it's, it's, it's so, it's so like predatorial and, and not good. You know, it goes like loot boxes and stuff, how it's basically making kids like gamble on, you know, what you're going to rush. Yeah. You get that same rush as you do gamble. bad. Um, I have another one. I have another game. Oh, okay. Uh, Which I don't know if you remember, but this is from like the PS4 days. I was kind of excited to talk about this game because I don't think I've ever talked about this game since I played it. Uh, Watch Dogs. The first one? I was thinking about that too, actually. I was thinking okay. about that too. Unpopular opinion. I love the first Watch Dogs. Okay. Uh, but the reason it, it, it is on the list is because that game got torn apart at launch. Same thing. We saw a trailer at E3, and this was like, I don't even think the console was out yet. I think it was still the PS3, and they showed Watch Dogs. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you remember that trailer? Do you remember what it looked like? Oh, I do. It looked amazing. Like it the rain ridiculous. effects and all that. Like it looked amazing. It looked incredible. And I was super excited for that game. And even looking up the graphics now, like by today's standards, it's just, or even by then by that time standards, the game was so not impressive graphically. It's so funny. It's like and that game got torn apart for that because uh Ubisoft, as you usually know, uh they were that was a bad period for them mm-hmm. because the Assassin's Creeds during that time were junk. And they were coming out like it felt like two a year. <laughs> yeah, it was like, like every, every time you looked around, there's an Assassin's Creed. But Watch Dogs, I don't know. Did you ever play the first Watch Dogs? I didn't, but I, I did follow that pretty closely when uh, when it came out. So that that's what I feel like is that game was not bad, but it had nowhere to go but down. Because once you saw that it was nothing like the trailer, people didn't care. You know, people are like, this isn't what you showed. And now we are deceived again. And that was really the, I think that might've been what started. It definitely didn't start it, but it was like one of the bigger ones of like trailers, not matching what the actual game looks like. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we'll see that in more games we talk about. Oh yeah. uh, Yeah. The game was fun. I mean, the story was pretty generic, but it was an interesting concept, like being a hacker as opposed to um, like, you know, you could you could hack different things like lights, uh, you know, street lights and different security cameras and even like some weapons and things like that. And um, I thought it was pretty cool. The, the other thing that was cool, too, is you could hack like everybody's cell phone. So you would get like a brief description of them. You know, some people you, you would get like a quick bio. You would be scanning someone and there, there'd be some funny ones in there. Like, you know, this guy just got out of prison or this guy's a sex offender. That's not funny, but, you know, things like that. But <laughs> 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 we're in there. And yeah. uh, that was cool. Like no other game had that. So that was unique. So 
it makes the list because the launch was again nothing what they promised and like the sucker i am i bought it but i actually enjoyed the game i, I think if it didn't have that trailer if you just take that trailer away and it just releases tomorrow i think it doesn't get as much backlash for sure yeah i think so too because that to me seems like one that is actually like you know it's it's like soundly built it has good mechanics and you know it's an actual good game it's just unfortunate that they had to be a little bit um you know deceiving in terms of the trailer like i feel like publishers and developers that put things out like that they do need to be held accountable but at least in terms of watchdogs it's like well yeah it doesn't look as good but at least there's some pretty good content here yeah totally totally and you know watchdogs too and uh, i believe they had a third one i think uh reviews were pretty good not i mean they weren't great but they were like okay like this is this game's okay um i think when did the second one come out i'm looking it up now so the second one came out in 2016 and wow, has it been that long? One? Yeah, so Watch Dogs Legion came out last year. 84% like this game. Game. Uh, I'm just looking at like the reviews that come right when you Google it, but GameStop yeah. gave it a 4 out of 5 on GameStop.com. So that's not know, bad. progressively better. And I, yeah. I think that's what it was, because at that point, people knew that the expectation wasn't so high. Watch Dogs 2, 95% like this game. On Steam, it's a 9 out of 10. Same thing. And now I'm just curious what the first Watch Dogs rating is just after seeing yeah. this. Yeah, because I wonder if if that would be lower just because of all the stuff that went on. So Metacritic has it at a 78%. IGN okay. has an 8.4. GameSpot has an 8 out of 10. Which I isn't don't, bad. That has to be from more recent reviews because it was not that high when the game came out. So time heals, and I think that that's a situation of time healing. And people realizing, yeah. yeah, we were misled. It wasn't what we were sold, but it's okay for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair for sure. Man, I guess uh, the one that I'm going to pick next is going to be No Man's Sky. Oh, I knew that was going to come up at some point. Yeah. I got to talk about No Man's Sky because this game also is surrounded by controversy. And, you know, Hello Games was, I guess, more or less... I think they're more considered a uh you know indie developer but no man's sky got a ton of hype um when they showed off like the trailer for that game because you can go to like all these different worlds you know the planets looked beautiful the um like the creatures that you saw looked like you know super elegant and they looked awesome and you know you're supposed to be able to play with like friends online and you know there's just supposed to be a whole bunch of things to do and supposed to be a really really cool game and when the game came out you know i will say that right off the bat I love the atmosphere of the game. It definitely feels like you are, you know, in outer space and you're in like these, you know, crazy different, you know, planets and stuff. It's really cool. Uh, mechanics felt really good. Like the controls, you know, mining mechanics, it, you know, felt interesting. You know, the crafting aspect wasn't bad. Um, but slowly you kind of begin to realize that there's just a certain amount of things that you can do. Because back then, I don't think they really even had like, you know, the ability to build like structures or anything. So, I mean, it was just you were crafting stuff and finding better ships and trying to get to the center of the universe for, I guess, some kind of fight. And it was just so like anticlimactic and so pointless that people just did not like the game at all. And, you know, these beautiful animals that people that, you know, they were showing in the trailer, like you would get to them and 
they'd be like all like distorted. They'd have like, you know, huge legs and tiny heads and really long necks and, you know, just a whole bunch of just crazy, like, you know, it's almost like those, uh, those cooties or whatever that you can build. Like when you're a kid, it almost looked like that only with just like, you know, real life animals that got like warped and put together and it, it looked ridiculous. And they would just walk around in like a circle, super glitchy. It was a mess. It was really, really a mess. Well, sim- I, I remember how hype that game was when that came out. It was like 2015 or 16, I think. And I feel like the concept was really cool, but like I just remember the lead developer. Like I'd always see videos and articles, and he was talking the game up so much. And he couldn't have possibly known that, or I'm sorry, he, he had to have known that the game was not going to have half of the things that he was saying. And now in hindsight, like if you go back and look, you're like, dude, why are you saying this? Like <laughs> I, there was a Reddit thread that, that basically had everything that he said was going to be in the game and what wasn't. And I mean, the list was just so big um, of things that, that weren't going to be there. So like, I almost wonder if like he same, same situation where like, I, again, all of these games that we're, we talk about are just oversold under delivered, but like, this was coming right from the de- like the lead developer's mouth to it wasn't a spokesperson, you know, from like uh, you know corporate. It was the guy like working on the game. Like he had to have known that there was going to be backlash for he's promising all of these things and the game had none of it. Yeah, that was it was bad. Like you know, and he was saying that you know he'd be able to you know have that multiplayer feature, and then it kind of boiled down to well, if you happen to be on the same like planet in the same like instance you know, you might see like a little, you know, dot on your screen or something. And it's like, what the hell are you talking about? (laughs) It's like, that's not what anybody wants. And the thing is, is that it was a really bad impression for, you know, a new, basically a new development team that was trying to, I guess, make it big. And it's just, you can't, you cannot promise things like that and just not deliver on any of them at all. And then like it wasn't even just partial. It was none. No, it had not. It had nothing. And you know, remember like the big videos? They would always show you like flying your ship, you know, between mountains and then landing it and then flying off and going to another planet. But like that was like all autopilot, right? Like you couldn't even do that. At least in um, the base game. I, I again, I don't know. If they updated that, but like I remember that being a thing in the base game was like all of that was like autopilot. Yeah, I think I feel like when it first started out. There, I think it had like limitations. So I don't think you could go to outer space right away. I think you had to, if I remember correctly, I think you had to do certain things before you could go. Um, from what I can remember, though, I think that you could still fly your ship normally. But it's, I mean, you're, the problem was is that you're flying it, but you don't really have anywhere to go to. Like you're not really doing anything. Like you just go to outpost after outpost. Talk to an alien. He teaches you a random word in his language. And it's just, there's like, it's just nothing to fly to. Like it was just pointless. So, I mean, I will say that the, the flying mechanic actually of all the things was probably, I think the most fun, but like I said, I mean, you're literally flying to nowhere. So like, what's the point? They had two, uh, they had animals that they showed in the trailer that they had like no intention of putting in the game. Yeah. So what do you, why, why you're shooting yourself in the foot? Yeah, because you're, you know, I mean, you're never going to see it. There was always like apologists too when that came out. It was like, oh, but like they're an indie developer. Like they just have this, you know, this is their dream. They want, you know, they want to have this. It's like, 
okay, like I respect that, but they, you know, they're they're lying. None of this is in the game. <laughs> and you want people to buy it. They're buying it because they think, you know, you're showing them these things that they can't do and you know they can't do it, which I feel like is different from some of the other games we talked about because uh, like we said, Fallout, like you knew what you were getting with that. Oh, and, absolutely. Yeah, they yeah, told you sure. what this was going to be. So if you bought it and you still didn't like it, I mean, they told you what it was going to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you kind of did that to yourself. Yeah, this, they were just like, oh, no, yeah, like you're going to have this in the game. Wink, wink. And then, no, it's not in the game. So, yeah, yeah that that was um, maybe the most hyped game in recent memory I, I remember that, um, again, just developers. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, luckily, throughout the years since that happened, They've had their own redemption arc, and now the narrative has changed for No Man's Sky. People don't talk about that launch anymore. People talk about, oh, it's awesome that they stuck with the game and they added all the stuff that they said they were going to add originally. And now the game is actually pretty fun. You can go on there and, and do multiple things. They have like, um, you know, group missions that you can do with uh, other players. You know, you have the multiplayer aspect, you have the crafting aspect where you can build structures and save structures and. Um, you know, they put the game all in VR. They're apparently adding in a lot of those. Uh, I guess they actually already added in um, some of those animals that they were supposed to add in <laughs> when the game was being showed off in the trailers. Like that giant like worm is added oh, in the game. That's so nice of them. I know. Right. So it, it kind of changed the narrative. And now it's, you know, people look at that game positively. You know, they, they did release. They did do like a re-release of that game at some point. I can't remember what it was called, but. Yeah, at some point in time, they just kind of did a, a re-release with uh, the more you know added features, different vehicles, all kinds of stuff, and now it's a pretty decent game. So it's you know, time kind of kind of warped uh, what I guess people's viewpoint on that game now. Props to them in a sense that you know they stuck with it, unlike EA just kind of abandoning Anthem and just probably going to let it die. So you know, I guess props to them. Yeah, I mean it's good. Again, you know that they did wind up staying with it they could have just cut it and they didn't and um i it's all it's a game that i do want to play now that you know the reviews are pretty positive and i always see it on mm-hmm. sale and i haven't pulled the trigger yet but that is a game that i would like to try to play um yeah. just haven't got it yet but it, that's on my list so glad we got a yeah, happy ending at least there oh yeah because even and that they're actually um remastering or re-releasing that game for the playstation 5 as well it's going to have more like supported like online players and stuff so you know, it's 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 good that they're they're sticking around and you know they've they've turned things around and hopefully they won't ever do something like that ever again. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, that was do. yeah yeah. So that was that was one that really stuck out to me though, just because I mean that's another odd situation. You don't typically see any developer have that much um you know that much heat on them for a game that they release. But I mean, that's what happens when you promise a whole bunch of stuff and charge $60 for it. So I guess we have to add Star Wars Battlefront to the list. We talked about it before, so we don't have to yeah. get too into it. I mean, a sense of pride and accomplishment is all you really need mm-hmm. to say. Most downvoted post, I think, in Reddit history still. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't mess with Star Wars. <laughs> and uh, now we know that game did turn out to be a pretty good game. Uh, we've been playing it recently, but at you know, the start, the majority of heroes were locked behind a paywall. You pretty much had to buy anything that was worth playing aside from the main, like, you know, the, the generic classes. And uh, again, they almost killed one of the best franchises, I think in gaming, you know, the battlefront. And we kind of knew that was oh, yeah. a possibility when EA got the license 
But uh, that game has to be mentioned, of course. And uh, again, that kind of a redemption arc, but that game was almost just <laughs> dead on arrival as well. Oh, like I, I said, know. Most downvoted post in Reddit history. I'll never forget that thread reading it of um, the EA developer doing an Ask Me Anything. It, it was just straight comedy. Hilarious. Yeah, it's 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 so it's so bad. And, you know, once. Yeah, it's good that they did do you know, a little redemption arc and they were able to fix those issues. And, but when you release a game like that, it it just, it sets the tone and it damages the game so badly. And I know a lot of websites went back and re-reviewed that game and they were talking about how improved it is since it's, since it's launch. And, you know, they, they did add a lot to the game and they did support it for a long time, but it's, man, you just, you have to, you have to have better foresight than to release a game, just trying to you know, nickel and dime people that just spent $60 on it. Like give it time, you know, release maps or something later on, but just, you know, give it time, let people play the game and not restrict their access to content. It's just, it's, it's so frustrating. And, you know, the fact that Anthem released the way it did clearly EA as a whole didn't learn from that situation. So it's, it's just really frustrating, (laughs) but good that they turned it around. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I remember the first game I got kind of scammed on. And this is not, this was major at the time, but it's not really major, I guess, now. I don't think it gets talked about. Do you remember the uh, the first War Z game that came out on Steam in like 2012? It, Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, I remember you playing it. So I pre-ordered it because I just got a gaming PC and I really wanted it for Daisy. So Daisy was the zombie mod for Arma. Where, you know, now you have a ton of like survival games, like, um, you know, what do you have like Ark and Rust and Miscreated? Like and, yeah, Miscreated. Yeah. Um, there's a million of them if you go in the Steam store now. But like at that time, there was only the mod of Arma. So you could, you know, you go around and loot and whatever gear you get, you keep. But if you die, you lose it all. And there's PvP and there's zombies. So you have PvE as well. But when I got, when I got it, they were releasing a game called The War Z, which was like kind of based off the movie and the book. Um, and it wasn't a mod. It was his own thing. So I was like, oh, this is awesome. So let me read a, a, a little bit of a timeline here for this game. <laughs> <laughs> because I was a part of this. And I just, it, looking back now, it's so hilarious. But it, back then, you know, you should have seen this coming from a mile away. Okay. So it all started with DayZ, as we said, a mod for Armor 2. DayZ is an online zombie survival game. Mod quickly escalated in popularity. Everybody was playing it. So May 16th. A War Inc. dev posts on Daisy Forum asking if Arctos, the developer, should make a game with the same element as Daisy. July 19th, the War Z is announced by Hammerpoint Interactive. It is said to be a zombie survival shooter MMO. Shortly after people start calling War Z a cheap clone of Daisy, down to the very name. The developers claim the game has been in development for over two years. The developers ban anyone posting any sort of criticism on their official forums. September 10th. Hammerpoint announces that War Z will have an in-game marketplace where you can purchase items for real money. These will, items will be lost on death. Hammerpoint claims the game won't be pay to win and all the items you can buy don't affect gameplay. October 15th, Warzone Alpha is released. A lot of people are disappointed to find the game is mostly just a modified version of War Inc. So War Inc. at this time was essentially like uh, a survival game as well. It just didn't have zombies. They literally okay. copied and pasted the menus, the assets, the characters... <laughs> The only thing they changed would be like, for an example, say they have like combat shirt in War Inc. It might have been blue in War Z. It might have been red. (laughs) That was all they changed. And at this time, people are posting on the forums and things like linking the images and showing comparisons. 
People noticed also that the terms of service copy the League of Legends terms of service. They copied and pasted the League of Legends terms of service, literally, <laughs> word for word. <laughs> so this is October 15th. The game is set to go into beta October 30th. The executive, oh, man. okay, October 23rd, the executive producer of the game, Sergi Titov, calls Spawn Campers. <laughs> Word I will not say on this podcast because we are a family podcast, <laughs> but it starts with F and it's a three-letter word. Okay? Oh, okay. But okay. quickly makes a public apology. This is the executive producer of the game. Oh, my God. <laughs> October 30th, the War Z beta is delayed. <laughs> oh, my God. November 27th, the much-delayed clan feature was added to the game as a paid option. November 28th, due to a massive <laughs> uproar, the cost of starting a clan was removed, but the real money cost of adding more than 20 characters to the real clan remains intact. Each additional block of 20 character invites costs roughly $5 US. Each account contains five character slots, so a clan of 40 people currently costs about $45. November Holy 29th. People requesting refunds are told that their info will be put on a blacklist and will not be able to purchase things using the same service as War Z. War Z updates their terms of service, disallowing anyone who accepts to get a refund. This is illegal in some countries. December 14th, the developer makes a forum post announcing the, bans of lots of, uh, the ban of lots of hackers. However, a lot of legitimate players are banned as well. December 17th, War Z is released on Steam and enters foundation release a term coined by Daisy community. People notice the Steam description lists features that aren't in the game. The developers start banning people again from the Steam forums for posting <laughs> any sort of criticism. <laughs> December 18th, the Steam description is updated but still contains false information. <laughs> the developers make a forum post apologizing and unbanning all legitimate players, giving them 700 of in-game currency. The developers make another forum post to address the criticism. Instead, it says that only 7% of the player base dislikes the game. A GameSpy interview is released with Sergi. Sergi refuses to acknowledge the fact that the information posted on Steam was false. Shortly after, a third forum post is made apologizing to players who misread the Steam page. The game <laughs> is updated. The hour respawn time is raised to four hours with the ability to spend purchase purchasable currency to circumvent it. So basically, if you die, you have to wait an hour to respawn with that character. Oh my Now they God. updated it. So now if you die, it's raised to four. <laughs> oh unless you want to pay money to get around that and respawn. Oh my God. December what? 19th, War Z is made unpurchasable on Steam <laughs> by Valve. Good. <laughs> From time to time, a mistake can be made. And one was made by prematurely issuing a copy of War Z for sale via Steam. We apologize <laughs> for this and have temporarily removed the sale offering of the title until we have time to work with the developer and have confidence in a new build. Those who purchase <laughs> the game and wish to continue playing it via Steam may do so. Those who purchase the title via Steam and are unhappy with what they received may see seek a refund. And that was Steam's... Um, post about that and just to give credit this was uh posted on reddit by eric l pie and this is eight years ago um holy crap that's the last I, time steam's customer service was ever seen oh my god yeah <laughs> well i you know i think that this game now you can get refunds on steam games so long as you meet a certain criteria i think probably started with this game this game was a total mess and i feel like it doesn't get talked about enough this was maybe the biggest 
disaster I've ever seen. And the fact that I was a part of it is just so funny now in hindsight, how, how we should have seen. And like, so I just read you a timeline from the summer, basically when it was like announced until like that December, which, so Holy we're talking crap. about like seven, eight months. And it was so funny, like reading the forums and just this information was coming out like day by day. And then, you know, people were like, Hey guys, wait a minute. Like this, this, you know, this shirt looks like it's from this other game. And then they're like, yeah, it does. And they're like, wait a minute, that player model looks like it's from the other game too. <laughs> and then, you know, just figuring this out was just hysterical. And uh, again, the most ridiculous launch I've ever seen. It's just, it should go down in history for worst launches ever. Holy and crap. me, I pre-ordered it because I, you know, I was like, oh, this is going to be awesome. 60 bucks down the drain. You can't even find it anymore. It's not even on my Steam library. I'm looking now to see if it's still there. I know you can't download it anymore. It's been totally removed, but it doesn't even show up. So, you know, <laughs> they, they totally just wiped that game from existence. Probably for the best. That is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, though. You have the lead developer comes out and says spawn campers <laughs> are F-A-G it. Yeah. You, you, just, you oh can't do that. God. Imagine if like Todd Howard came out and was like, yeah, spawn campers are... <laughs> you say it in his voice, too. And you see spawn camper. That's not oh Todd Howard. God. Yeah. So just a total mess that that was. And um, it had I had to include that. I, I don't know how that many people hilarious. can remember that game, but you could go on. There's videos on YouTube. You know, if you have half an hour, you want to watch that basically cover what i did in video format just that quick read but um, holy crap yeah pretty, pretty yeah that's pretty mind-blowing <laughs> <laughs> yeah i had no idea really that any of that happened like i was i'm not really in the loop with a lot of those those pc games but that's that's pretty ridiculous that never would have that never would fly today if they did that today they would be canceled so quick in a heartbeat. And I think that's why now like I'm very anti early access. I don't want to I don't want to buy your game when it's not finished. Um and that's No. I understand some games have to go through that. They'll never get made if they don't. But I'm so very anti early access. I think from that game it ruined me. Yeah. I mean it makes sense. I mean after <laughs> after the rigmarole that you had to go through with that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to do this anymore. Other if people if if other people want to support this early access game they're more than welcome to they can go ahead and do that i'm gonna i'm gonna stay on the <laughs> sideline this time yeah i don't think i ever got my money back from that game either so man well live and learn know. i guess it was it was a lesson that had to be learned an expensive lesson they probably needed it for all the lawsuits anyway so oh, yeah i'm sure <laughs> man um now did you have any other games that you had in mind that was uh, that was the last one on my list. Of course, I know there are a ton of games that had you know a ridiculous launch. The most recent being Cyberpunk, but they were some of the ones that I experienced. So, you know, I'm sure we could go on and on. I don't know, but that was pretty much what I had. Yeah, so I guess we'll go ahead and get into Cyberpunk 2077, uh, a game that both me and you haven't even played. But basically, Cyberpunk 2077 was in development for like ever. Like I, I have known about this game since I believe since before the Witcher three came out, I'm pretty sure. Um, so the fact that we've known about this game for so long and it's been delayed numerous times, the fact that it came out on the consoles on like, you know, PS4 and Xbox uh, one specifically 
and it just performed so badly and it just is not it's it's not up to you know the industry standard on how games sh- should perform especially games that have been in development for what seven years yeah um by developers, it's a little it's, ridiculous has a i feel like a pretty good track record i mean they were they do. cruising when witcher 3 came out if you remember what came in that game they give you a giant map they give you a cd of the soundtrack like mm-hmm. they were very big on we're not going to have any microtransactions they did have yep. dlc but i think it was all free and this yeah. I, I wasn't cyberpunk looks cool but it was not a game that i was going to buy at launch and um n- now even like looking at it i'm like I, I don't even know if i'll buy it when it goes on sale like it just to me, it doesn't look like anything like what they showed in the videos. And yeah, buggy yeah, mess. Some fake. people can't play. Yeah, again, <laughs> totally fake. You know, uh, so I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever play it. I really don't. Yeah. The, you see, the thing is, is that I don't want Cyber, or I'm sorry, I don't want CD Projekt Red to fail. And, you know, I don't want to necessarily just single them out for, you know, a, a developer that has really, you know, flubbed up a, a launch of a game. But the thing is that, you know, it's very possible that, you know, investors were, you know, pressing them to release this game earlier than it should just because of how long it's been in development. You know, they want to see, you know, they want to see a hit pay dirt, you know. But I think that at the end of the day, they have to make the right decision. And if they if they decided not to release this on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, a lot of these issues probably wouldn't have, you know, they wouldn't have surfaced. And what's what's kind of messed up as well is that if this game released and the PlayStation 5 and the Xbox Series X were, you know, readily available and, and people were able to get them and the scalpers didn't buy all of them up, chances are we would have heard about how the game doesn't perform well on the base PS4 and on the Xbox One, but it wouldn't have been made into a big deal, which that in itself is kind of unsettling because you cannot allow you know a, a, a company to release a bad product and not have at least backlash for that and i feel like if those you know next gen consoles were readily available we wouldn't be talking about cyberpunk 2077 it would just kind of be you know a, a weird game that's on you know ps5 and xbox series x and you know, probably shouldn't get it for the last gen consoles because it, it just performs so much better on the next gen. But I mean, the fact that everyone is, you know, one tight on money because of the whole pandemic. And then two, there's no PlayStation fives and there's no Xbox Series X is available. If they want to get this game, their biggest target audience is on those consoles that the game cannot perform on. So it's that's that's why they got the backlash that they did. And, you know, it's well deserved. And I think that they, you know, it needs to something needs to happen where you know they do get penalized in some way um but i'm pretty sure they they made back all the development money the single day that that game came out so you know it's it's kind of it's kind of crappy you know you definitely want to see you don't want to see like a you know a precedence being set by releasing a game once again completely deceitful not the right footage they didn't have that game ready to go so the footage was all fake and they said it runs great on the in, on the previous gen consoles, and it ends up not doing that. So it's it's a little bit frustrating to see that happen. Yeah, I'm looking I'm looking at the reviews now on Steam, and obviously when it came out, very negative. And they you know they showed a graph, and it looks like recently they've been mostly positive. So again, I don't know if this is a situation of because I haven't played it, so I don't know if this is similar to Watch Dogs where they showed this thing. It's not this thing. 
And, um, you know, people are upset about that. I mean, I know there are legitimate complaints. Like you just said, it's literally unplayable on the older consoles and um, bugs and things like that, which unfortunately, I mean, open world games have bugs. It just seems to be the way yeah. it is. Um, the reviews have gotten better and I'm just kind of like skimming some of these and, you know, people say it's mixed bag. You know, it has ups, has downs. Um, they say the story is pretty neat. There are graphical glitches, but they do some things well. The open world's really nice. The combat is cool. The weapons are cool. Um, so I'm wondering if maybe this will get the same treatment of like, you know, once people like me who I didn't really buy into the hype, I didn't buy it at launch. Once I start playing it, if I play this six months from now, I'm like, oh, wow, that was an enjoyable game. Um, yeah, very possible. Able to get like that Watch Dogs 1 kind of redemption where maybe it is, a, a you know, a, not a bad game. It's a pretty good game, but now it's just plagued by, you know, all of these negative reviews that people are seeing and that's warping their perception a little bit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I do think that the complaints are legitimate. I don't think there's nothing wrong with a game where people are overreacting. Yeah. And like, and the thing that, that really gets me is that because this is like, you know, a single player game, if the game isn't running properly and like you literally can't play it because the performance is so bad, you know, it's, it's not, it's not so much, you know, like fallout 76 where, okay, if the game is running bad, you know, that sucks, but the one saving grace of that game is that you can still mess around and do stupid stuff with your friends. So that's something that you can still do. You know, No Man's Sky, it's, you know, really bare, it's really empty, but there are, you know, some things that you can be like, all right, well, you know, mechanics are sound, they could build on this. But when it's a single player game and it's not working, it's it's tough. I mean, what do you do? It's just, I mean, if you can't, you know, proceed or you can't, you know, you can't enjoy the game, you know, it's not like you can you know, switch over to a different mode or, or, or do something different. It's just, you're, you're screwed. Mm, <laughs> you're just kind of yeah. stuck with it. Yeah. It's unfortunate. But, Keanu yeah. Reeves deserved better. He did. He did. And it, it's just, it's so, to me, I feel like something happened where this game was forced out and it wasn't ready to be put out there because, you know, the, the developers, they had to work, you know, a ton of hours. They had like, I guess, crunch time or whatever. So they had to work uh, just so many hours per per day on this this product to get it done, and it's it's a shame because I just I don't think that going from like you know the Witcher series I don't think that you just all of a sudden are bad at making games. I feel like something had to have happened where they they just kind of got screwed over, and maybe it was the new consoles coming out. Maybe they weren't anticipating this game being pushed all the way till then. But it just seems like something happened and something went wrong. Um, and it's just a shame. You know, it's just a shame. It's, you know, probably some guys in suits. They're like, hey, how much time do you need? Uh, well, we need another three years. Like, okay, well, you have one. So uh, good luck. And <laughs> it's releasing fail. in September. <laughs> yeah. It's, oh, it's so bad. It's so bad. But, I mean, to me, looking at Cyberpunk 2077, I think a redemption arc is possible. But I also think that, you know, once people get their hands on PS5 and Xbox Series X, you know, if they're still interested in the game, you know, they can get it on PC or whatever. I feel like, you know, people will will pick it up and, and they'll enjoy the game. It's just the unfortunate, you know, scenario where it's not going to work on this uh, this current gen system. And even though there's really beautiful open worlds like Red Dead Redemption and or I guess Red Dead Redemption 2 and, uh, you know, Ghost of Tsushima that have come out in shorter development cycles, probably. 
and have had beautiful open worlds with, you know, probably better physics and all that. And they didn't have any issues with, you know, the current gen systems. But like I said, maybe something just happened with with Cyberpunk and it's just going to kind of be that way for PS4 and, and Xbox One. Credit so. to Rockstar. Uh, granted, their multiplayer always has issues. You know, Grand Theft Auto had issues at launch multiplayer. and <laughs> Yeah, the player base. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the... I think it was like unplayable for a while or it took like a day to queue. Uh, and Red Dead's online is very underwhelming. But their story games, man, you don't hear anything about that. I mean, they're mm-hmm. always good. They're smooth. There's no game-breaking bugs. And what you see is what you get. Those images and videos they released of, of Red Dead Redemption, that's the game. That's what it looks like. So Yeah. I mean, they know what they're doing over yeah, there. That's why like, they're always good. My money. I'll buy full price, you know, for those games. So Yeah. I mean, they make the they make back the money for those games in a day. It's just it's so insane. It's it's wild. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, there it's there's I mean, there's clearly I, I think that you could definitely make the argument that Rockstar is in kind of a different tier than CD Projekt Red, just in terms of, you know, their experience and, and what they've done. Oh, for you sure. Know, obviously, the Witcher games are good, but I mean, Grand Theft Auto, it's 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 such a it's it's almost, you know, a perfect formula. And same thing with Red Dead. It's it's just they've they've mastered doing those those types of games over the years. They, they know exactly what they're doing. They know how to pack it with content and their settings, you know, make it make it full and, and lively. Which, you know, I heard cyberpunk is, you know, kind of iffy in terms of that, too. So it's it's just it's it's disappointing to see it because, like, you know, you never want to see a developer fail. And cyberpunk 2077 so far has been a failure. And I guess, you know, two years from now, we might be talking about this again. And, you know, the narrative's changed and people look at this game positively. You know, the penises in the game are fantastic or something. <laughs> yeah, you got you that just part never right. Know. right? <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, odd game that I don't ever foresee myself playing. So, yeah, I yeah. I, I, I don't I, at least not now. Uh, you know, maybe if it goes on sale, but as of right now, I'm in no hurry to get it or, or play it. Mm-mm. So, uh, yeah, uh, I don't know about you, but I feel like that's pretty much all the games that I've uh, I had stored up. I just wanted to talk about it. I think it's interesting, you know, that we we see this this probably more often than we should. But I guess in the grand scheme of things, it's it's not super, super common with all the games that do come out. Um, but, you know, it's just something that I think is interesting. And, um, you know, I'm sure we'll have other situations like this. You know, you hope that situations, um, you know, when they occur, kind of prevent this in the future. But, you know, at some point in time, someone's going to screw up again and we'll be here to talk about it. Or we'll be one of the suckers to buy it. Yeah, absolutely. So... If you enjoyed this episode of Game Pinions, make sure you head on over to GamePinions.net. You can check us out on your favorite podcast app. And if you wanted to start your very own podcast, make sure you head on over to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Use promo code GamePinions and you can get a free month of podcast hosting service. I've been using it for almost three years now and we love it. So definitely go check it out. You'll not be disappointed. Dakota, I think it's time to wrap up episode 59. I think so. All right. Until next time, we will catch you in the next episode. Keep on keeping on and goodbye.